everybody, just a reminder to go see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock, 502 Texas Avenue. Best beer in Lubbock by far. Brendan and I can both attest to it. Great guys, great place to hang out with friends and great food trucks out there as well. But they were voted the best place to have a beer in Lubbock best of the west for this year so go down and see our friends down at two docks in downtown lubbock now let's get to rrs in 10 Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into RRS and 10. I am RC Maxfield alongside Brandon Solis. It is Friday. You've made it through a, well, a semi-eventful week in some regards in Texas Tech Athletics. Brandon, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Like you said, made it through the week, so uh, glory be here, and uh, as well as Dan Lawfield, so I know we're going to be talking about that and the other things happening on campus, so... Yeah, there's quite a bit to talk about in athletics. Let's get to the schedule, though, for this weekend, and we'll start out with today, April 9th, and that starts with men's golf. They're down at the Aggie Invitational down in College Station. Uh, They've been playing, and they will continue to play starting today, So, or continuing today, I should say. Track and field is out in Tucson, Arizona at the Jim Click Combined, and they are competing in the gym click shootout. So there you go. All in one wrapped up. They start at 10 a.m. You can see the live results over on the Texas Tech website. Texas Tech track and field is actually split up this weekend as Texas Tech track and field will be hosting the Mass Rider Open at the Mass Rider Complex there right next to the baseball stadium. A busy week right there by Rawls. A uh, busy weekend, I should say, as Texas Tech baseball will welcome in the number 10 TCU Horn Frogs for a three-game series. That starts tonight at 6.30. You can watch that game on ESPN Plus or, as always, listen to it on Double T 97.3. And then softball welcomes in Oklahoma State, a big weekend series for the Texas Tech Red Raiders over at Rocky Johnson. First pitch is scheduled for 6 o'clock tonight on that one. We move into Saturday. Track and field as well as golf continue. And now women's tennis has an event there in Fort Worth to face the Horn Frogs while Texas Tech baseball will have their second game of the three-game set against the number 10 Horn Frogs. That first pitch is scheduled for 2 p.m. You can watch it on ESPN Plus or over on Double T 97.3 if you want to listen to Hacks and Jamie. Softball. Second game of their three-game slate against Oklahoma State this weekend. First pitch for the second game is scheduled for 4 p.m. And then men's tennis is in Waco to face off against the Baylor Bears. On Sunday, golf continues as well as women's golf. They're at the Cowgirl Match Play up in Stillwater. And then Texas Tech softball will be playing the Cowgirls of Oklahoma State in softball with their first pitch of their finale of their three games set scheduled for 12 and baseball will be doing the same against TCU on Sunday with their first pitch scheduled for their three game slate. The last game of that one scheduled for noon. And you can watch it as I mentioned on ESPN plus or listen to it on double T 97 three. So a lot to go watch this weekend if you're in the 806, but you can also watch it anywhere on ESPN plus if you're trying to watch baseball and softball as well, both of them will be on ESPN plus um, Brandon, let's get to the big news though. Um, Texas Tech men's basketball, they lose a commit, their lone freshman um, commit at a uh, high school in Jalen Tyson. 
he announced yesterday via Twitter that he will be joining Coach Beard down in Austin. So Texas Tech has another scholarship available, and it'll be interesting to see where uh, Coach Mark Adams and crew uh, go to use that one. Yeah, it will be. And now you have, I believe, zero commits for football and basketball at a high school. So that's just like you planned it. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, Tyson was committed to Coach Beard the entire time. Wasn't committed to Texas Tech. Yeah, Ulrich and him were the two guys recruiting him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, he's committed there and, you know, it, it makes sense and it's not much of a shocker to, to, you know, everybody that's been following this whole situation because this is a kid that, you know, he's coming out of high school. He had plans to come play for one coach. Obviously what happened to happen, you know, he's going to stick with that guy and, or those guys in that situation. But uh, Mark Adams with his first offer today, and that was a uh, Parker Fox, correct? Is that his name? Yeah. The D two player. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks pretty pretty stout, but um, looks like we're a little late, but we have a lot of ground to make up on him. But uh, you know, Ben Gallen on the website talked to Parker, and he had a lot of great things to say about Coach Adams and Texas Tech. So you know, there's some hope there, and that would be a big time get for Mark Adams. I mean, you know, you're returning a majority of your players. It sounds like I'm still waiting on some confirmation, but uh, Parker nonetheless would be a well, a you know, a true welcome. Uh, to Lubbock, I think they'll take them whichever way they can get them and, and utilize them pretty well. Yeah, and other big news, obviously, in the program, and a positive is Terrence Shannon. He put his name in the NBA draft. Today he didn't hire an agent, um, so he keeps his eligibility intact. Um, Coach Mark Adams mentioned in his first press conference today to the media that if Terrence Shannon was to go the, go back to college, he would come back to Texas Tech. Him and Mark Adams have talked about that. Um, him obviously being Terrence Shannon. So good for Terrence Shannon. If he can go get his bag and help his family out, by all means, do it, man. Make Texas Tech proud in the league. But um, wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing either if he decided to come back to the 806 and uh, kind of put the band back together and maybe sprinkle in a couple new pieces because you saw Terrence and what he did this year. He shot 25% from three as a freshman and increased that by 10%. I mean, you remember um, during that Kentucky game, I mean, he was scared to shoot. Yeah. Um, and, and then this year he, uh, he really improved his shot, got a lot better. So really, really good to see that on the Terrence Shannon front that he put his name in out there, but still has the chance to come back. Also in Texas tech news, uh, spring football, they had their seventh open practice to the media today. Um, I went out and covered it and it was cool to see, uh, Jordan Brooks, the former, former Texas tech red Raider, who was a first round pick by the Seattle Seahawks. He was there as well as Douglas Coleman. Um, they were in town for the pro day type stuff um, and open practice opened up Brandon with one-on-ones and you and I have been going to a majority of these practices. Um, I think this is the first one you miss, but I'll probably mm-hmm. miss one here too. Who cares? Um, but we go out and the first thing I see is just the offense out there. And I'm like, Oh, well, this is kind of cool. You know, maybe they're going to run some drills. No, it's just one-on-ones on the outside. First throw I see is from Henry Columbia to Trey Cleveland. And Rashad Williams just makes an unbelievable play. I'm like, all right, well, that's that's good to see. Obviously, everybody wants to know about Tyler Shuck. He goes out there. And could you decipher who that was on the fly route to him? Was that Eric Azakama? I, I want to say it was easy because I'm assuming it would be easy because if Trey went, then easy would go. And then if easy went, Trey would have went. That's at least what I'm assuming. But uh, it did look like easy. It, it looked like him. And it was a good throw, just 
better defense, and it's a guy Those that DBs, you, man. You've brought it up. It was minor. Kobe, Kobe. Minor. there you go. Kobe Big looked fan. good um, on that one play that I saw, and then there was a bunch of drills for the DBs, just individualized. But I thought again, it was another day where um shuck looks good he got a majority of the reps i know a lot of tech fans are excited about him and we're probably not helping with the excitement in terms of putting a uh, wet blanket on that we're probably scorching it a little bit more um also the special teams look good today i mean we already know austin mcnamara is a stud it just you know how that old saying in baseball it sounds different coming off of his bat like when he hits the ball or whatnot brandon Mm -hmm. yes it's kind of how it sounds when McNamara kicks the ball. Like you just, it, he, it sounds different almost. And it goes a lot further too. He had um, at least three punts of 50 plus yards. Another good day for those DBs though. Really like Rashad Williams. Not sure if he's going to start right away because it's crazy to say, but there's quite a bit of depth at the DB position. Now, obviously we've said that before and not great results, but it feels a little bit different this year. Maybe I'm just hyping it up too much, and maybe I'm just too close to the situation. But um, I like what Derek Jones is doing out there as the DB coach, and I really like Rashad Williams. He had a good day. And Adrian Fry, too, he's become a vocal leader. You've noticed that, I'm sure, as well. When you're out there, he's helped guys out in the DB group. And then when it was full offensive drills, the O-line and the quarterbacks, they were doing a bunch of uh, RPO assignments, and the wide receivers working over – off to the side on over the shoulder catches. And then again, the defense, the first team defense went out there without the D line. And uh, it was Adrian Fry. This time it was Rashad Williams was out there. Um, Boyer Randall, Merriweather, Schooler, Eldridge, um, Taylor, as well as Marquise Waters and Eric Monroe. So that was kind of who it was for the LBs, DBs and safeties out there. And then the last thing, which, you're such a better writer than me. I'm just going to go out there and say that. You just make this look a lot better than I could up, up on the site. Um, the last thing I noticed was Henry Columbia, Tyler Shook, and um, Donovan Smith. Those were the guys that really got a lot of the reps. I saw Morton get a couple of reps. Um, but really, those were the three guys. And um, Tyler Shook got a majority of them. And he, um, at one point, took five consecutive snaps. And you being there as well know that Typically, the quarterbacks don't get five in a row um, in these reps, in these uh, drill-type situations. Yeah, and it sounds like they're uh, – it sounds and it looks like they're starting to really shape things into into how they want it to look into fall camp, into summer camp once these guys get uh, adjusted to each other and, and whatnot. I believe there's only four, three, three or four practices left, including the uh, spring game, which is the 17th at 1 p.m. Right, they announced that uh, Thursday. That sounds but, correct. Um, you know, they're going to have like an hour and a half pregame. It sounds like maybe fans can tailgate or something. But uh, once that becomes more clear, we'll let you know. But it sounds like they really are starting to really get this figured out. And uh, Tyler Shuck's your guy. And now you just kind of got to figure out how to mold the offense around him and see how he operates with uh, Tumby's first uh, first year uh, in his system. So it's a new, brand new to everybody, but it looks like Tyler Shuck's a quick learner. Uh, looks like Columbia has even made it a made a little change in his game. He just seems more confident out there, maybe just because it's his year two, and he's gotten a whole you know year under his belt on campus. Now going into year two, he looks a little more confident out there. And then uh, Donovan, I I would love to see Donovan get playing time. I just don't see it happening though uh, in the regular season unless you know the injury plague comes back and bites you one more time. But 
but yeah, really excited for this offense. Really excited for the defense, though. They seem to be the unit in, in Lubbock that's going to keep you in games, at least for, for right now. I put my money on that defense more in the, in the offense just, just because of the experience, the returners, and you know, you got uh, you guys like Kobe Miner that are young guys that are really stepping up, but then you have Colin Schooler, Rico, that linebacker uh, core right there in the middle is going to going to win you some games, I think. So, yeah, um, we haven't like, even so, seen Rico. Yeah, I haven't even seen Rico, and they already look pretty much like you know a a, a unit that you could throw out there in a game if you had one tomorrow. So, nonetheless, though, really excited from what we're seeing now to transition that into the. Playing field's a little different, so we'll have to wait until, you know, they get to Houston to kick off things this year. Yeah, and you mentioned the Spreeton game. Um, that will be on April 17th. Um, it starts at 1 p.m. at Jones AT&T Stadium. Admission is free, um, and there's a fan fest um, right before it. So from 1130 to 1 p.m., there will be a fan fest out at Jones AT&T Stadium. Um, there will be a gear-type site where you can go out and buy a, the latest Texas Tech gear and everything like that. So really cool stuff right there, but that's all I got. If Do you have anything else for today? Uh, no, not for today. Just looking forward to baseball. Maybe we'll talk to the two dogs guys and see if they're going to have free beer at that spring game. Cause it seems like when they do the, the crowd follows as they should. Right. I mean, anytime they there's free should. beer, I, I try and follow as well. I mean, that just seems like common sense. <laughs> um, but, no, we'll uh, keep you updated. As always, you know where to get the latest Texas Tech news. It's Red Raider yeah, Sports. RC. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting your your uh, cutoff or your sign-off real quick just because I uh, wanted to quickly mention Namari Burnett to Alabama. Oh, yeah. Um, former Red Raider for the short amount of time that he was. But uh, if somebody missed that, that's where Namari Burnett, all uh, McDonald's All-American, ended up going. So, SEC, solid team. Uh, you know, what, Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen? Ooh, lead eight, right? Okay, lead eight, yeah. They're they're one of the top teams, and there looks like they. What's the Sweet Sixteen? I'm about to look it up just because. Let me see. And you got me second guessing now. They lost to UCLA sweet though, right? Sixteen. They lost to UCLA. So Sweet okay. Sixteen team. Uh, we'll see how they how they utilize them. Maybe I'll catch a game or two on TV next year or something. But nonetheless, if you can go on now. Yeah. No, and I mean we'll have all that coverage i mean mark adams uh we didn't talk much about that but if you want to know about what mark adams said at his uh presser this afternoon or yesterday i should say um be sure to go check that out on the website i think brandon was the one that you wrote that up right you were the one that wrote everything sure up for that there you go pretty long so, one too so yeah go check out all the information that he had and mark adams uh he didn't hold back much i'll say that so he definitely didn't. go Definitely going to go want to go check that out. But uh, hope everybody has a safe weekend for Brandon IMRC. You know where to get the latest Texas Tech athletics news. That's redridersports.com.